Welcome to the Mind Body to Lead podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to be sharing five ways that you can build more self-belief. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Mind Body to Lead podcast, the place to be to level up all aspects of your health, both physically and mentally. Each week we come to you with motivation and mindset hacks, interviews with the best minds and health experts, and we answer all of your health and fitness questions in under 10 minutes. So if you are ready to take back control and live the life you are destined to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Good morning and a very happy Monday, everyone. I hope you've had an amazing weekend, wherever you are in the world. So today's episode is a topic that I am very passionate about all around people's self-belief. Now, I truly believe that in order to live a full life, to have the courage to go for your dreams, to have the confidence to, you know, know who you are, to go after the things that inspire you. We do need a level, a high level of self-belief. So I want to run you through today, like what self-belief is, perhaps how to identify if you don't have high levels of self-belief, um, maybe why that could be, and then some ideas and some ways that you can you can build it. But the one thing I'll just say is that, you know, as we move through the podcast, if you identify something that you do or if you think to yourself, you know, maybe this has held me back, forgive yourself. Don't fall into the trap of listening to things and going, oh, yes, you know what? I do that, I do that, I do that, and pulling yourself down, right? That's not going to aid in your self-belief journey. So, let's kick off. So look, I guess as the name suggests, self-belief is literally your level of belief in yourself, your level of trust, your level of self-confidence. You know, it definitely is a really, really important thing to, to build and work on because it really can impact your lifestyle and your daily choices. I know that throughout the course of my life, there's been things that have definitely lowered at times my levels of self-belief and and one example that comes to mind is um and, and you may or may not know this but my my husband Kai and I we started a business it was the first business that we ever started and it was called Flive and it was a live streaming fitness platform and we poured our heart and soul into it and you know at the at the beginning we had very high levels of self-belief we had dreams and visions of how we wanted it to go and long story short, it it didn't work and it failed. And, you know, we had reached out to investors. We had spent pretty much a whole year uh, working on this and it just never got off the ground. And for a period of my life after that, I definitely suffered with a bit of imposter syndrome, definitely had lower levels of self-belief. And it was a really challenging time for me. So I completely understand what it can be like when you are doubting yourself, when you are criticizing yourself, when you are looking in the mirror in the morning and being like, you know, you're not good enough and, you know, you're, you'll never make this successful and really criticizing yourself and it's really not a good place to be. So what I'm going to share with you um, in a moment is, is definitely ways that I came out of that, that, that sort of darkness and that lower period of my life because... 
as soon as I started to believe in myself again and my abilities and grew my confidence, that's when I started to build my recruitment business, Seat Solutions, and that's gone on to be, you know, a huge success, as has my body to lead. So sometimes we need to go through these moments of, you know, of failure ultimately and and points in our life where things don't go to plan but we always have decisions and I think some people go down the path of you know I'm useless I'm never going to make anything else work and some people really go okay what can I learn from this how can I be better how can I come back from that from this and that ultimately is where self-belief comes in so I guess how do you know if you've got low levels of self-belief? Well, one thing to be really aware of is how often you catch yourself putting yourself down. You know, do you go to the mirror in the morning and look at yourself and pull yourself apart and pick out all the things that you don't like about yourself? You know, this especially I think for females, I think, you know, we, we can definitely do this a lot. We can look at other females and we can compare ourselves and we can really sort of make ourselves feel just really crap let's be honest you know and it's really really easy to do so if you catch yourself doing this often then that's something to really really work on and look instead of going to the mirror or you know sort of looking at yourself and picking yourself apart start focusing on things that you love about yourself start focusing on things that you can appreciate about your body you know the fact that you know you can walk the fact that you can hold your children the fact that you can you know pick up heavy shopping bags, you know, go for that run, ride your bike, go for a swim, go for a walk with the family. So there's so much to appreciate when we focus on those things. And what we focus on will will grow. So if we're constantly focusing on the negatives, we're going to get more negatives. If we're focusing on the, on the positives, we're going to get more positives. So I encourage you to be aware of how often you put yourself down. The other thing is, you know, do you talk yourself out of things? Do you sort of think to yourself, oh, I love to do that, but now nah, I, I couldn't do that because this isn't this. Now, this is something to really, really be aware of. And look, I, I still catch myself doing this all the time. Like the other day I had a moment of like, you know, oh God, I could, I could never do um, a triathlon, for example, because I can't swim, right? And I caught myself doing it and I thought, okay, that's really interesting that I just thought that. So what I want to be able to do now is learn how to swim because I never ever want to say to myself, I can't do something because, you know, I think that as soon as we say, I can't do that because we're, we're making excuses. And often it comes from a place of fear because we're afraid of putting ourselves out of our comfort zone. We're afraid of learning that new skill. So be really super aware of catching yourself saying things like, yeah, I can't do that. So that's really, really interesting. And the final thing I think that so many of us do and something that I used to do a lot is, is just comparing yourself to others. You know, really be aware of when you do look at somebody online or you do have a friend, you know, who, you know, maybe you think is doing better than you. You know, just, just be aware of how that makes you feel and what you say to yourself. So these are just some things to be aware of. And if you're sat there now thinking, well, I do all of that. Well, awareness is key because once we're aware of something, we have the power to change it. So now that you maybe think, okay, maybe I do have lower levels of self-belief. What do we do about that? So well, the one thing I also want to say as well, like is understanding where it comes from as well. So this is really key to like reflecting on, okay, why do I have this belief? You know, was it something that somebody said to me in my childhood? You know, was I picked on at school, picked last for the sports team? 
you know, have I made some poor decisions in my life that, you know, has, has made myself doubt myself now? You know, do I have negative thought patterns that are constantly on repeat that maybe I'm not aware of? So it's it's building up a bit of your self-awareness as well throughout this journey, because once again, once you're aware of something, you have the power to change it. So as you build up your self-belief, as you build up your self-confidence, always be aware of like your thoughts, your emotions, what you're thinking, what you're saying, what language you're using. All of these things are super, super key because they define our character. So really be aware this week and moving forward of your thoughts, your words, your language, your emotions, and catch yourself. So now, now that we know that, how do we build it? How do we get more confident, build our self-belief? So the first thing that I want to advise and encourage people to do is have courage. Take small steps outside of your comfort zone. So a little while ago, I had a fear of public speaking. And honestly, the idea of getting up and speaking to people, even doing podcasts, to be honest, was, was so frightening to me of you finding my voice. And I decided that it was holding me back. So I joined, this was a couple of years ago now, when I first moved to the Gold Coast, I joined Toastmasters. And I did it for about six months. And I remember the first time I had to stand up and give a speech, I was sweating, my heart was pounding, I had butterflies in my stomach, you know, and I only had to speak for about four minutes. But it was so frightening to me. But at the end of it, I felt absolutely incredible because I did it, because I put myself out of my comfort zone. And then week on, every single week, I got better. I was able to speak for longer. I was able to not use notes in my in my um, speeches, and I just built confidence. And through that, through putting myself out of my comfort zone, I built my self belief. So a lot of self belief comes from putting yourself in uncomfortable positions, challenging yourself, putting yourself out of your comfort zone. And we're not going to build our self belief if we're constantly just doing the same things, right? So if you have a fear of something, really put yourself in a situation where you can conquer that fear. The other thing that I was afraid of as well is um, water, deep water, deep open water. And I realized that a lot of that fear came from the fact that I was telling myself that I wasn't a strong swimmer, which to be fair is actually quite accurate. So over the last month, I have been learning how to freestyle. So I can do breaststroke, but not very well. But I've just been getting in the pool, probably not as often as what I would like, just because a lot's going on in life right now with moving out of the house and transitioning into uh, van life. But every time I get in that pool, again, I build my self-belief. I get more confident in the water. And I noticed the other day that when I went to the beach, I just sort of dived straight into the ocean without even thinking about the fear, the waves, the current, and I felt a lot more comfortable being in the ocean. So these small steps all help to build your self-belief, which is absolutely awesome. So I encourage you today to think about something maybe that you've been putting off, maybe a fear that you have, and ask yourself, what small step could I take today that would really help me overcome that fear? build my confidence, and in the process, build my self-belief. The second point is decide who you want to become. If I sat there, if I was sat opposite you right now and I said, well, who do you want to become? 
What does an amazing life look like to you? How do you look? How do you feel? What's your character like? What's your personality like? What, how do people feel when they're around you? Could you tell me with absolute clarity of what that person looked like? And if you can't, then I encourage you to sit down at some point and write out in detail who you want to become. Because when we want to achieve things in our life, when we want to change, when we want to become the healthiest, happiest versions of ourselves, it requires a level of commitment. It requires us to show up for ourselves. And perhaps the person you are now is not in alignment with who you want to be. But what we want to do is close the gap. So in order to do that, we need to get clear on who we need to become, what characters, what type of personality. Maybe we need to go back and have a look at our values. Maybe make some changes. Maybe have a look at our rules around certain things. And really work on that. Because if you say, well, I want to be somebody who is fit, who's healthy, who's happy, who's vibrant. I want to impact and inspire those around me. I just want to feel happy. I want to have energy. I want to run half a marathon. Okay, cool. Amazing. All right. So who do you need to be in order to do that? You know, what kind of habits, what kind of language, you know, what routines do you need in place? Because all very well saying this is what I want, but if you're not doing the things that are going to get you there, that gap's going to keep on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And in that gap, that's called like the anxiety gap. So we want to close that. We want to get you from where you are now to where you want to be as quickly as possible. And that is just the first thing is deciding, getting clear on who it is you need to become. So have a little think about that. You know, have, are you super clear? Are you super, super clear? Would you be able to describe yourself in detail if I asked you right now? And if the answer is no, cool. That's something to work on and something to look into. The third point I want to make is invest in yourself. I cannot stress this enough. Over the last five years, I've read, I don't know, hundreds of books on self-development. I've gone to seminars. I've, I've done online courses. I have invested in myself so much constantly just just looking at people who inspire me looking at what they do what actions they take you know what what are they listening to what are they reading what habits do they have what routines do they have I'm constantly looking and learning and observing and just immersing myself in personal development so invest in yourself not just mentally, emotionally, spiritually, but physically. You know, do something each week for you. Make yourself feel good. You know, whether that's booking yourself in for a spa treatment, going for a massage, you know, having a mani or a pedicure, taking yourself out to lunch, you know, booking yourself in maybe for a night away, whatever it is, but running yourself a hot bath. It doesn't have to be, you know, all fitness related, but just do something for you because you're worth it, because you deserve it, because you deserve to feel good. So invest in yourself every single week. You know, the relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that you will ever have. And if you don't nurture that relationship, if you don't look after that relationship, if you don't honor yourself, 
then what message are you sending out? So that's super, super key. The fourth point I really want to touch upon is be aware of who you're spending time with. Like it, it is true. We are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. If you are around negative people, if you're around people who are dreamers, but not doers, this is going to have an impact on you. You know, you're going to start to feel like, okay, well, these people, you know, they make me feel, you know, safe. They make me feel like, you know, I, I'm not a failure. I, I'm okay. Or like, it doesn't matter if I'm a little bit unhealthy, right? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are they inspiring you? Are they bringing the best out of you? Are they kind to you? This is the other thing. Like, do you have friends that put you down or don't make you feel good or you can't really trust? Friendship is so, so key. It is everything, you know? So really look at your relationships. Who are you spending the most time with? And really be aware of when you're with those people, how you feel during, afterwards, building up. You know, do you have friends where you're nervous to see them or you you find yourself like, you know, just panicking about what you're going to wear or, you know, what, what, how much makeup you're putting on? Like, do you have true friends in your life? Do you have, you know, really wonderful people that you can just completely be yourself with and accept you completely for who you are? That's super, super key and encourage you and are happy for you and, you know, want you to do well. So really look at your friendship circle. And if you do have those, those people that you do feel happy with, who do cheer you on, who do inspire you, try and spend more time with those people and less time with the people that don't make you feel good. And the final point I want to make is be happy for others. You know, I think we live in a society with such a scarcity mindset. You know, it's easy to look at other people and go, oh, it's all right for you and you know, you're lucky for you. And, and instead of having that, oh, you know, because they've done well, that's less for me. Have an abundant mindset. Have a mindset that goes, well, if they can do it, so can I. Wow, I'm so inspired that they've just started that online business and, you know, made my salary in a year from one launch. Like, have that type of mindset towards things. That is super, super key. Encourage each other. Be happy for people. I honestly can't tell you how happy I am for my friends. One of my um, amazing friends, Anna, is about to do her, I think, fourth launch. And I am literally like asking her every single day, like multiple times, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? You know, we're high-fiving, we're drinking champagne, we're celebrating. I'm so happy for her. And then... She, um, a couple of months ago, uh, had my team fly up from Melbourne and we were staying in a hotel and she sent a bottle of um, champagne to, to my hotel room to say how proud she was of me. Like that's the type of friendship, true friendship that I wouldn't want everyone to have where you're just truly happy for each other when you celebrate each other's successes. That's a really beautiful place to be. And when you come from that place of abundance for all attitude, guess what? You, you experience more abundance. But when you come from that scarcity mindset of like, oh, there's not enough to go around and or oh, because she's had that, that real success over there, maybe I won't have that success. You know, you're basically saying, well, there's only limited amounts and there's not. There's an abundance of wealth in the world. So be happy for others. 
So that is today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you got you thinking. But you know, self-belief, belief in yourself, the relationship with yourself is crucial. It's crucial and it will impact your, your health, your happiness, your, your decisions, your habits, your choices. So really think about what I've spoken about today. I'd love to hear from you. So please reach out. I love hearing from you. Please share this podcast. And if you have time today, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review. It all helps to get this podcast out there and hopefully impact lives of lots and lots of people. So wherever you are in the world, have an amazing week and I'll speak to you again very soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could hit that subscribe button and maybe even leave us a cheeky review. It all helps us spread our message. Now, if you want to find out more about us and our programs and what we do, all of the links are below. We would love to connect with you on social. So please reach out. We love hearing from you. And I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are. And I'll speak to you again soon. Take care.